Guardian, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. What is up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting from a Russian spaceport all the way to Titan, because yes, as of t- today, because the, sh- the show will be live in the future, as of we were recording this episode, but as of today, it will be the season of the deep. We are going back, back to Titan, Titan, and it's going to be a great time, and only David gets that reference, and it's going to be fine. But <laughs> um, but no, no, this is Cosmodrome Radio, the podcast all about Destiny 2 and the great things about it. We love every week talking with you about this game that we love. There's so much great stuff to talk about this week, from developer interviews on other podcasts to the, the different articles that have come out about the new season. Things are getting spashy, and we are going to go ahead and get into all of that, all of it, spashy, spashy. Yeah. Um, so don't forget folks that you can listen to this podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher radio spotify youtube amazon music and audible iheart radio all those great places you can find links to that all over our, our twitter as well as if you join the discord those links are available for you to grab in the discord join the community hang out with us we're gonna be starting doing some cool stuff like we're gonna like have different discount codes for our merch check out the merch at shop.cosmogramradio.com but definitely make sure that you are looking out for that Guardian games are over, and we are going to be having a special discount code for the Titan variant of our Guardian Games t-shirt, the red variant, where you will be able to get uh, 10% off that, uh, like, because Titans have dominated. Ooh. So make sure that you cop uh, the, uh, co- the the Guardian Games t-shirt in the shop, uh, like, like, it was designed by our amazing artist, Sin. Make sure that you check that out right there. We are going to go ahead and dive into all of this awesomeness. My name is Panda the Paladin. To my left, we have apparently uh, someone who uh, decided to actually grace us with his presence. Uh, thought he was a ghost today. Said he was off work and couldn't find him for a, a defiant battleground today. Uh, Alchemy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I I've just been feeling burnout from the season. That's so it, it, it's the last day. I understand that. That's fair. I want my brightness now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. Um, but but I'm glad you're alive. It's gonna be a great season. Um. To my right, we have the, the the person who decided to do laundry during a podcast, um, and but also is shooting hobgoblins during a podcast. Doesn't make sense. I don't understand it. Tower, how you doing? I'm doing all right, and <laughs> done, bro. Nah, nah. See, 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 see. You're talking about freaking me shooting hobgoblins and doing laundry. No, no, no. See, I'm not doing that right now. I was doing that last time, getting my freaking solo flawless law sectors done. Ah, gotcha. See, I did mine when it was the easy day over in the excavation side. I did my stuff on an easy day. Yeah, I don't know why, but I ended up doing a Selian's rest. <laughs> oh, you poor person. Oh, no. Yeah. When I did mine. I did oh. mine on the... Oh, God. It's the one in Zephyr's... Uh, the Lost Sector in Zephyr's on the Amuna. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think no, I did no, my man. Masters on no. the other one on the other side of the map. Oh, man, I, 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 that sounds so bad. That sounds so horrible. It really wasn't. Gilded preset <laughs> is honestly. I I I, 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 
I I tip my hat to you because I could not do those. The fact that I was able to freaking solo solo flawless Aphelion's rest. Pretty like, impressive. That, yeah. That that blew me away because <laughs> y'all know I'm not all that great with that solo content. So. Right. And then we have <laughs> our sneaky hunter sliding in the back door. The, uh, the man who claims he, he is the best hunter in the clan. Uh, David, how you doing, buddy? Is it a claim if it's true? Well, come on now. You know <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, but how you doing, man? You ready for this new season? I can't wait. I've been oh, sitting right. here biding my time. Like, look, I don't want to burn out too much, so I gave myself a little break this week. Bright dust be damned. Man, no I need the bright dust. I, I got I got two more Legend of Fire and Battlegrounds to do, and I got it. So I, I'm I'm excited. And well, then, get with me when we get done. I got you. Bet. And then after having like, like, we we had to had to like do some scheduling, but I made it work because after seeing the spice that was being thrown out on the Twitter, I had I had to get her in, y'all. I had to get her in. Like like, 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 like now she has joined me in the greatness that not only of being a panda is, but of, of being a titan is. I feel so much more akin to her. This greatness. PB, PVP Savage herself. Panda Pandel, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm all right. You know, all things considered. And shit is really, I mean, spicy is a good word for it, huh? Hell yeah. But why don't you tell folks, like, what's your ghost story? Like, well, like how'd you get into Destiny and whatnot? Well, so my girlfriend, I met her and like when I was younger, basically I used to play Halo. So when I met my girlfriend a few years ago, she played this game and I was just kind of vibing with her. I saw her play it. I was like, yo, this game looks really sick. All the gunplay looked sick. Everything about it looks sick. I was like, you know what? This is a bungee game. I'm going to play this game. So I played this shit and then, um, basically started in season of arrivals and that's really it like it was uh just kind of like i saw it out of the corner of my eye and my my girl was playing it and i just thought the game was really sick you know what i'm saying i feel it i feel it and like, like don't don't be afraid to jump in we got, we got a lot of stuff to cover so like please add your opinions we like it spicy mm-hmm. here we, we drop a hot takes I know, oh God! I, I, I know Alchemy is about to be sweating over the sweet business shit, and I'm not having it, and I'm not excited. Yo, that so. shit is so bad. That shit is like, what the it's fuck? Gonna be really I'm glad someone agrees with me because even as a Titan, I'm very much like, why oh, are we doing? I this? played I, in trials this week. Me and my homie, me and my homie Tigger, we went and we tried to go flawless, and there was a team of two sweet business Titans together, and we lost. That's, that's tragic. That's tragic. We lost. Of sweet business, Panda. It is an impressive weapon. Well, let's go ahead and dive into the Wednesday article because they they decided to announce a bunch of changes, including the sweet business stuff. So, uh, like, like, so the the big the, the big like highlight for a lot of people when it came to accessibility that that was really cool was they're going to be working on changing the hip fire reticles and the FOV for a bunch of different guns, things like fusion rifles, hand cannon, sidearms, and trace rifles are going to get big like change there. But also they're doing some experimental stuff when it comes to custom weapon reticles, like things like Salvation's Grip, Devil's Ruin, Grand Overture, Ace of Spades. That way you can see how many Memento Mori counts you have. Different things like that. I I really dig that because 
it, it gets really frustrating when like the left side of your screen is getting very cluttered. So to have that in your hip fire reticle, it's, that sounds really cool, especially if they're doing Traveler Chosen, like Lumina Noble rounds. I think that'll be really good for the game. Like they're not getting rid of them on the left yeah. side, but they're adding them to the hip fire reticle. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, it's less clutter. And plus, I've had times where that buff will push out like a raid buff. Mm, and it will drive you nuts. Yes. Because I honestly think there's a limit of you can have up to six buffs. Because I had armor charge, something else, raid buff, my weapon buff, a well of radiance. And then another one, I think, I can't remember, but it pushed out the raid buff, and I didn't have it. Yeah. That's tragic. So, you know, we we have things like Quicksilver Storm's grenade count to be there, uh, the Manticore beat meter, the Hawkmoon counts. Agar Scepter is going to get a Terraba, Touch of Ballast, Cryostasia, Trinity Ghoul, the Vex is going to get charge meter there, too. So this is definitely yeah. going to be a really cool I change. So we would have peaked for that. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised Quickstorm Silver is getting it because it shows you how many grenades you have on the gun. They might just be modifying like how it looks on the on, on the hip fire reticle. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it looks. Plus, not everyone yeah. like sees the little like hexagonal thing on on the gun. So like it, it might be better for people yeah. to have it as the hip fire reticle. Yeah. And then the big thing that a lot of different artists were hyped about that I think is just funny. Um, Bungie is going to make it that when you inspect a gun, you can fully rotate it on the screen now. Yeah. Now I can finally see how my shaders are going to look. The oh, drip the is about to be immaculate. <laughs> for someone to just make their down scroll, their sh- to make it rotate, and so- see someone just spin the rating shotgun at like a thousand rotations per second. Jesus. One of the only uh, did that. They posted up a clip that they took in testing. On the Twitter, and it just—it literally—it was—it was the epitome of like freaking culture club. Oh yeah, yo, uh, did you see the full auto melee? What about Titans? You're gonna love that. That's that's what we're diving into next, and like that's that what they're gonna be doing specifically. And when it comes to full auto melee, is similar to full auto firing, which is making it like more of an accessibility feature. That way, you are able to. And but my biggest thing with this, though, we already are dealing with a major issue right now with rubber banding and and the overextension of your melee. So while this is going to be really convenient for people, I worry about people who haven't figured out how to uh, map your charged melee and your uncharged melee to different slots, like like the different button commands. Because oh yeah, mine separated. I honestly think it's going to cause some major uproar in the PvP community. Almost definitely, I think it's going to have a, ma- a major. Why? Wait, why? No. What part of it? Because if they do not fix the rubber banding issues and everything else, all you're going to see is just rubber banding titans everywhere. I mean, yeah. well, from what we know specifically, that Aphidians is losing its uh, extension, similar to Synthoseps. 
Um, knockout yeah, is getting a, is getting a meter decrease. So the only thing that has really the potential to rubber band extremely right now is going to be Synthoseps. So no, that, no, no, that Warlock melee. Remember the one that you can slide and then press your oh, charged melee. That yeah. thing is broke. Three three flawless for real. You roll Honestly. you roll that just like slide up. You can't do anything. Yeah, like, I'm, the, on my animation. Main, I'm on my warlock running <laughs> and it's build exclusive for just yeah. what is it? It's called the touch a or no no, I'm not even a warlock right now. That yeah, lightning surge. That lightning thing is broken. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it, we'll have to like wait and see how that goes, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that specifically. So from there, with like, like the uh, the article d- does move into different like weapon archetypes that are going to be changing. The big one that everyone is very excited about is that aggressive submachine guns are taking the hit. They are taking the major hit because not only are you seeing aggressive submachine guns getting their base damage dropped from fifteen to fourteen per oh. hit uh, per hit. Uh, and w- which makes the precision hit multiplier 1.45 uh, to, uh, to 1.5. Um, we will then be seeing immortal like, like get dropped in terms of base range down to 10. And that was the big thing that a lot of people were saying that was wrong with immortal. Like, yeah, target lock is a major issue, but the range, the range on that thing was absurd to where you could outpace auto rifles and pulse rifles in duels with uh, SMG. And that yeah. is insanity. Yeah, so, I yo, rangefinder rules are still gonna be good. In my opinion, rangefinder rules are still gonna be good because that's gonna yeah. give a little bit of that back right there, right on the right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? Anything yeah. with like tap to trigger, because like mine's tap to trigger rangefinder, and that's just like additional stability on trigger pro for no reason. So there's a lot of rolls of this that are gonna slip through the cracks, in my opinion, where like yeah. you're gonna still get mapped by this thing. <laughs> Yeah, because honestly, the range, it's not really a rangefinder nerf, it's more of the nerf of the gun. Exactly, the archetype itself. Yeah, once they were nerf rangefinder, that's when people are going to really feel... And there is talks about re like 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 re looking into rangefinder as a perk, but they're also going to be changing over like like changing the damage fall off to a lot of guns like in the near future in season twenty two. So that'll definitely play a factor in what happens with that. So we'll have to wait and see specifically, but I definitely feel that this will level the playing field somewhat. But if if sure, we'll have to wait and see specifically. Because it's gonna help a little bit, but I think that there's yeah. it's still gonna be like a real meta choice because yeah. other than multi mock in that slot, you've got this that really just dominates right now, and I yeah. feel like people don't have multi mock, so people are gonna probably still chase this if they didn't. I don't think they pulled it out of the pool, did they? they no, did I think it's well, then, then, yeah. then, immortal still in the pool, so it's still able to be yeah. used. But yeah, so people are gonna chase it. the last weekend to get it before. Oh no! I said high trials. I wasn't worried about that. That wasn't no good. Yeah, but um, I was saying before the pre-nerfs and everything. Right. And then from there, we have sniper rifles that are getting a PVE uh, like increase, but Izanagi will not receive the buff. So do not think for a second. But they, 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 they didn't say Whisper was a kid. Are you a Whisper the Worm main? Oh, I, I love you some Whisper. I love you some Whisper. 
running Darcy. Well, no, and that's, that's the crazy thing. Some people were saying that like Darcy might get up, like might see some play because of it being rapid fire. But in apparently in one of the, one of the one of the dev interviews, pro, like they straight up said, "Hey yo, we understand. Like we've heard the the argument of why not make Darcy a special weapon." when that would just take away from the uniqueness of it of it being the way it is and also cloud strikes in that slot so you wouldn't see yeah. many people messing with darcy if, if it was made a special weapon so yeah I, I can see it but like i'm choosing whisper over darcy any day of the week i don't i don't care what it was is. and then i Scott love Rifle. darcy i love darcy darcy's bay but i feel that yes <laughs> yeah Darcy's bay, and honestly, I'm more of a Darcy. I'm a Darcy lover. I fucking love Darcy so much. <laughs> yes. I remember more people need to use her because at, she's a um, really good gun. Also, God, she's it's cool for analyzing. But... Yeah, that part. I was about to say, I love analyzing shit with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you to the exotic wow. territory. The exotic territories where stuff gets spicy. So. Eyes of Tomorrow has seen no play outside of Gambit, and it is now <laughs> it is now getting a buff to where every time one of your rockets kills four people, you get rocket ammo refunded. So make sure you hit your shots wisely, kids. It's like Mulligan, but for for hits. Yeah. Um, Graviton Lance is is getting the same treatment that um Revision Zero's two round burst did. So now you're going to see the have an increased RPM from 257 to 300, and then you're going to see the the body damage increase for the first shot and the crit damage increase for the first shot, while it get dropped on the second shot. So Graviton Lance might actually be kind of meta, and I'm kind of hyped for it. I'm just saying. Yeah. In PVE and PVP or PVE. I'm saying PVE specifically, like because like it, and we might see the meta speed in PVP as well. We might see like the return yeah. of Graviton. Yo, if I start getting hit in the face with that, I might cry. Oh, no! Like, oh. that thing has such a... Yo, that thing sounds scary! It's like... <laughs> you're like... Ugh. And then Jade Rabbit specifically, like, like they're making it easier to just, like, have text on your screen to see the Fate of All Fools perk activate, and then... Oh, no! And then yeah. quickly hitting three critical hits now refunds three shots instead of one to the mag. So, oh, I have that in my inventory on my warlock. That's terrifying. Manticore, a gun that literally no one asked for, is getting some some changes to make it worth a damn. Um, they're making it so the damage resistance uh, once you have the catalyst go from tier three to tier four, and they're making uh, have increased movement speed while you're floating in the air. I, I still I still don't see a purpose for this gun. Like like, like unless you just have a, a strong urge to fly, I don't see a reason for this gun to exist. I'm sorry. Honestly, I it's actually it's really fun hey, on hey. hey, now, hey, now. This is the one thing that allows hunters to fly. That allows hunters to actually fly. Let them have it. Exactly. It's actually like, as far as I understand, it's a pretty good movement tool for strand hunters to yeah. allow you to take a couple different angles. But. It's just fun to grapple around and actually fly around and shoot shit. And, you know, yeah. with this season just passing, you had Volatile Fro for free. So you got Volatile on it just for picking up orbs. It's pretty oh, crazy. Oh, that's just so good. You yes. missed out okay. on a, a good fun time. niche thing to do if okay. you didn't play with it. 
But ultimately, I still stand where I stand with my Twilight Garrison. Hunter should get some aerial movement tech expeditiously. So I don't have to <laughs> rely on a fucking exotic gun to make my, my Spider-Man true. fantasy come true. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Lumina is getting its, its uh, Noel round cap expanded from five to six. So that's kind of cool for people who love Lumina. Um, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it on my Warlock. It'll be kind of interesting. Um, Diva's going to have a fun time because Heart Shadow is getting its damage increased. Um, I don't like, have that. Oh, Heart Shadow! It's such a pretty sword. It does shit. They're making the damage increase activate faster. It'll be activating at 0.25 seconds instead of one second. And Heart Shadow now weakens upon dealing any damage while uh, the damage increase is active. So, like, it it does all the things now. Exactly what it needed. It needed a little bit of boost. I'm, like, I'm not really gonna worry about World Line Zero speedrunners. You can have your World Line Zero do some cool stuff. Uh, they're making like the Sword Guard energy do some stuff, and they're increasing the damage when the Sprint Heavy attack is active. Now let's talk about it's, sweet business because sweet business should picture. not be sweet, sweet motherfucking business. Sweet Why? motherfucking <laughs> business, bro. Sweet, Why? sweet business. So sweet business, uh, like is making they're making it so on the twenty uh, after firing twenty shots, um, fewer shots while fully spin up. They don't say how many shots, but it just says fewer shots while fully spin up. It will start to fire explosive rounds. And um, Proctor said uh, it, it will be. Doesn't stopped. have a Nate unstop after that buff. I'm gonna be it confused. Doesn't have a Nate unstop. No. No. But they did say that, well, and we are going to have an anti-barrier auto rifle this, this, this season, so by all means, have fun with that. Um, <laughs> Proctor did say it has GMs. Proctor did say that it, it will be, it will have a similar effect, like, like bloom effect as explosive payload, but it does more damage than explosive payload. So that'll be interesting i'm concerned i don't know why this was necessary but okay <laughs> I just it was understand. very very necessary no, it like was not. okay 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 just just hear me out just hear me out okay sweet business has actually seen a significant drop in usage in the game um because it's just it just does not compare with other high rate of fire auto rifles it, like it Rufus, doesn't. it doesn't. It Rufus doesn't even. So good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Heck, it doesn't even compare to my perpetualis. Gnawing okay? hunger. Yes, gnawing hunger. Exactly. These are all high rate of fire auto rifles. That even though Sweet Business does have that really great spin up, it doesn't compare to other auto rifles. Even Damn, just I agree with that. I agree so, with that so hard, actually. You yeah, so adding you that in. Me. Yeah, adding that in and giving it more of a specialized perk as an exotic with the, you know, with the explosive rounds intrinsically. One, it makes it a an exotic kinetic that does a really, really good job at what it does, but it also makes it comparable to something like deterministic chaos, you know, which it can be a good alternative for if you 
need like an anti-barrier or an unstoppable weapon, but you also need something that does DPS, like really, really good DPS in your heavy slot. So it yeah. turns it turns sweet business into a very good alternative option. So that way you still have a valid DPS slot open in your head. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, for real. We'll have to see what happens to it. I just think it's kind of scary. Um, it's scary in a PvP oh, it's, sense. It's, it's going to be terrifying in PvP, in PvP and you're going to hear me you're gonna hear me laughing like a motherfucking goon from here all the way to Namuna. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> now for Panda to be excited. I'm for Panda to be excited. Me, Panda. Uh, cause Legend of Bacrius, the big oh, yeah. shotgun, is getting some boost because not only are we increasing the ammo uh like amount from 12 to 16. But we are increasing the maximum projectile distance from nine meters to twelve meters. So this thing is going to do damage, and I'm excited because they already made a great change with it recently, where they made it so you no longer are slowed while using it. You have full range of movement, and now they're like, "Hey, we're just gonna like make it even better." And I'm like, "Bad." So you about to see me rolling around as like full bag, and this thing just going bang. And now with the no backup plan changes. I'm about to be cooking, so it's going to be a good time. Let's have a farm Speaking of cooking, uh, Tommy's matchbook is ma- they're, they're making it so the catalyst, when overheated, not only hurts you, but it, uh, it scorches other people. So for every five shots, it applies 14 plus seven if you have ever matches equipped uh, of little rounds of scorch. So you could like if you have a Laurelly Titan that's just kind of chilling, you could do some bad damage with a Tommy's matchbook this season. That'll be kind of fun for people. Uh, yeah. PVE a PVE change for no time to explain. They're making it so the, so the little the little time bubble thing actually hurts anti barriers when anti barrier pulse rifle is a thing. So good there. Um, Salvation's grip is actually gonna do a thing, guys. Oh my god, it's it's insane. Oh, <laughs> so they're making it so it has two different firing modes. Uh the charge shot uh creates a pattern of stasis crystals, uh, while the uncharged shot is a normal grenade launcher shot. So that'll be a good way to chain oh, uh, different, much, uh, different things together. Pretty much baggage curve the heavy, pretty much. Yeah, like that, that like they even uh, like uh, I think it was Merck uh, who said during the the Fiery Rage podcast. That the same team who worked on Verglaw Curve, uh, like the bow, worked on the rework for Salvation's Grip. So that's really cool to see. Uh, Bad Juju apparently was using a recoil like system, the same as an auto rifle. So, oh my god, finally fixing Bad Juju. Praise the gods! I'm really excited about that. Finally, be able to use my very first exotic again. Right, uh, I love bad juju as a pulse rifle feed. I love me some bad juju, so I'm excited. Um, this one hurts my heart. I'm, I'm sad. Fighting lion, uh, apparently was was doing uh, uh increased damage to red b- bars that it wasn't supposed to, but it, like so they're going to be putting it back to what it was supposed to be. But they're but they're still going to include the forty percent buff to all exotic primaries that did occur, but it still will not be doing the amount of damage it did this season. Which is very depressing. So, RIP for the necessary. Like, look, it was doing more than it was. Now, pour one out. Pour one out for a champ, man. Fighting Lion was a goat. 
Pouring out for a real one. That, that thing right there is the only reason why I completed the Mars Battleground GM. So, like, pour one out for a shit, man. I, I, I got I to do it. Thunderlord <laughs> apparently uh, has this entire season, despite thinking everyone thinking it was the GOAT, everyone thinking it was, it was like the, the, the second coming of lightning. Apparently, <laughs> that was not what's supposed to happen. Apparently, uh, when hitting certain crits, especially on a divinity bubble, it was doing double lightning strikes. So, they're going to be changing it that way. It does not do double lightning strikes per, uh, per crit. So, wait, what was uh, Thunderlord? Oh. So, Yo, so that you're definitely going to see, um, a lot like, like, so like the, the DPS meta shift a little bit, but I want to touch on this specifically real quick. To all LFG buttholes, listen up. Oh, I have yeah. a real, I have a real problem in this in the Bungie community right now. Where oh, I saw your TikTok on this. Like, I, I didn't even make a TikTok about it. I, I haven't even made a TikTok about it yet. But um, I have a specific problem with people shaming people for wanting to use Thunderlord because everyone's like, "Why don't you just use Izanagi or rockets?" Uh, have you seen how many people blow themselves up with rockets in this community? Like, 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 do you, do you not understand that? Like, we literally just exited a Lanier fusion rifle meta that was so easy to pick up that Bungie gave everybody a busted Lanier at the beginning of Witch Queen to make DPS more accessible to people. Like, yeah. rockets are not like while they are the best DPS in the game technically right now, and they were even before Thunderlord. Thunderlord made DPS accessible for a lot of people when it came to, to, to raiding. So, like, yeah. there, there would be multiple LFGs that I would go into, and people would be like, why are you running Thunderlord? Hell, Thunderlord is the only reason why me and a bunch of British and German guys got through a Master Nezarek the other day off of an LFG, because rockets weren't cutting it, because Nezarek kept bouncing us into the air. So, like, in general, regardless of this being a, a, a bug or not, I really need people to start, like, stop with the shaming of DPS in the community. Like, this right. old-school Gallahorn or Quick-type or quick type stuff needs to go. Like, literally, and you can get anybody through a raid, even if they're holding a freaking cost-off. Like, it can be done. So stop treating people like crap. We can figure it out. They, we can give them a Palmera B rocket launcher if they don't have a bump in the night, like, type stuff. We can figure right. it out. And people are so picky. People are so shitty about meta. I learned that. So I learned that the hard way. That was, that was, my, that was my little rant there. Um, you gotta <laughs> tell people sometimes. Like, look, look, I know a lot of people get used to getting things done the way they were taught the first time, but right. the game is all about variety. Exactly. Like, even I have to tell people sometimes. Like, yeah, look, when we go into raids, I know we're all used to doing it, doing our particular role. But sometimes you got to get outside your comfort zone and learn something new. Mm -hmm. Try something new. Exactly. Now, moving into a couple of different perks that they said they're changing. Um, fragile focus is getting a little bit easier to use, where they're making it so until your shield pops, you still have the like the ability to use the, 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 the perk. It's, it's not just immediately when you take damage. And I'll be the one to say it. Fragile focus is solely meant for people who who know for a fact they're never going to get hit before they can shotgun people. Like, those, like, hey. top percentage of PvP hey, players. Hey, hey. 
Hey, my uh, my Inquisitor Adept role is uh, perpetual motion opening shot or fragile focus. I'm sitting here licking my lips. I'm waiting. I I love that thing because I have a perpetual. I have an Inquisitor Adept with perpetual motion opening shot. But my biggest thing is look at look at a gun like um what what's what 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 was the season of the the haunted shotgun that I can't stand? Um, Shit, I can't um, remember. Damn it. I, but like that gun specifically, it's called without remorse. Yeah, without remorse. Without remorse is a very weird gun that everybody picked up specifically, where it has like threat detector and fragile focus are like the main perks that are appealing about it. And people play like, but other than that, other than like I think it has um, elemental capacitor, it has mm-hmm. no good PvP perks. But people cling to it because it has decent stats plus fragile focus. And it really boggles my brain where it's like there are so many better shotguns. There are so many better like the tools at your disposal. But you choose the shotgun that has almost no perks uh, that are usable on it. But because it has good stats, you're going to use it. That's what really boggles my brain about fragile focus specifically. But that's just me. I um, know it's crazy, but it's crazy that they put it on a slug. I'm so excited next season to try this thing. <laughs> right. Um, Thresh, Demolitionist, and Pugilist um, are, are uh, making it so they act with glaives as well, not just with shotguns, fusions, and sniper rifles, because apparently nice. all, all of those specials were having increased energy from those perks, but now glaives get that bonus as well. So for all you fiends that crafted Demolitionist uh, Judgment of Kelgaroths, you now get to reap those benefits as well. Um, Reconstruction Reconstruction is being simplified more and more to be usable on more guns. I don't like it. I don't like it. I wanted Reconstruction and Rewind Rounds to stay raid specific, but Bungie seems to fight me on it, so whatever. But (laughs) Uh, Chris Proctor did say that in the future, specifically on a raid uh, g- uh, rocket launcher, we, we, we need to be looking out for a rocket launcher to have reconstruction and a new perk called bipod. So sounds like tripod from D1. I'm excited to see what happens with that. Uh, um, shoot the loot is is uh, they're making it so you can shoot it to pick up orbs of power. So that's going to be fun. That way you can shoot orbs of power from long range and be able to reap those benefits as well. So that'll be a fun time from there. Moving into the TWAB, though. TWAB was a a little less spicy, but it still had some pretty cool stuff in it. They specifically talked about how the new uh, strand perks are going to be activating. Um, The one for the Hunter is going to be like you're playing Dishonored because you can make a Shadow Clone or a Threaded Clone of of yourself with your dodge and be able to like make enemies shoot it and once they shoot it enough it'll like suspend them exactly i was just about to say they're leaning into the naruto aspect for hunters and i'm really happy for them (laughs) now now one thing i i I like that they said they were they talked about it on the the firing range podcast with uh, merc and eric smith they specifically said that while it'll be pretty easy to like distinguish in PvP which is the shadow clone and which is the person, the shadow clone pings on radar and shows the person's name above it. So that's gonna get kind of annoying for a hot minute. It'll be hard to adjust, but I'm telling you, look, <laughs> as a hunter, look, if you guys haven't already got your Gemini gestures ready, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, 
I'm about to be a fucking menace. You know, come around that corner. Oh, I got him. Boom. It's going to be over with. I'm not playing no games with nobody. I already got the bill decked out. The Titan Fletchet Storm. Bungie, I'm tired. I'm tired of you recycling the uppercut from Howl the Storm. Please, like, like, like the minute they even announced what this perk did in the in the first while they did it, I straight up went, "Wow, it's it's Howl of the uh, Consecration Part 3. Like, we we need to find different things for Titans to do besides swing up in the air and activate something. Granted, the idea that you get a long range projectile thing for your Titan to throw unraveling waves at things is cool." but I don't see myself doing this a lot compared to the rest of the build because the, the current Titan build's pretty sustainable in in-game content. I just, yeah. I don't see it worth my time. And also I'm getting really tired of the recycling of the uppercut thing. It's just, it, it, it feels lazy, but I'm excited. Like if, if it does do cool stuff, cool, I'm down. But I just, I need to see variety in the Titan kit. That's my big thing. Now, Warlocks. Yeah. Y'all get to straight up just throw like uh, thre- threadlings at things and watch them explode, which is kind of freaking cool, I will say. For tower. Yes. I, okay, okay, okay. Let me talk about this aspect because this aspect freaking makes my heart happy as an infinite uh, threadling build user because one of the most important things that I miss out on is being able to use my abilities like titans do and like mm-hmm. hunters do or use uh my grenades because i have to sacrifice a grenade in order to use yeah in order so to be able to throw your tangles which is kind of cool but what it does too is so one the tangle suspends and then when the enemy explodes from that suspension, it creates more threadlings. So it makes my infinite baby build even more uh, valid. But like this season, especially in particular, suspension uh, was what was used for unstoppables. And or so they go back. Yeah. If well, if they go back to using suspension for uh, unstoppable or even overload, that allows me to have that extra ability in order to be able to actually be valid in lost sectors without having to give up the you know the functionality of my build. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. So I really like it. I. One, of course, y'all know I love my baby build. Anything that gives me more babies. But now I have additional functionality, and that makes me really happy. Fair enough. Now, for this artifact, Bungie finally has made it. I love this praise to all Bungie for this. They have made it so you don't have to continually reset your artifact to uh, like switch to different perks. They are making it so you can deselect one and select another with the artifact. Thank God. Thank that's such a fucking so small easier. quality of life change, but that's like massive. Like right. what? Yes. So we know we're getting anti-barrier auto rifle. It's the only anti-barrier we're getting, and I'm pissed. 
Uh, we're getting unstoppable Maybe. hand cannon again. Bungie, where's my overload hand cannon? I ain't seen overload hand cannon since season of the splicer, and I miss it. Let me mm. have it, please. Yo, I thought they I had it for a season of the uh, Sears. Nope. I think my favorite is anti-barrier sniper out of all of them. Anti-barrier sniper was great, but like, like, and I, I want to see it come back, especially in the new system, because back in the day when anti-barrier sniper was a thing, you straight up had to pay like five in the artifact for it. So like, now oh, that it's yeah. not now that it's not connected to your armor, I'm excited to see that come back at some point. I forgot about how pricey it was. <laughs> overload scout rifle. Why are we making scout rifles overload? Why can't we just have overload hand cannon, Bungie? Please, um, overload trace rifle though is gonna be fun. Because that means oh, every what? trace rifle, not just divinity, is overload. Overload cold heart. Oh god. Overload. Oh. Overload oh. cold heart. Overload wave splitter. Overloads agriceptor. Ooh. Over. Overload. Yeah. Uh. Freaking. What's that one? What's the other void? Uh. Uh. Trace rifle that I love that has the balls. Oh. Um. The. The ruinous one where you can turn people oh, yeah, into skittles. Yeah, You turn people into skittles. You in crucible, <laughs> yes. you roll up on them and then you turn them into skittles and then you take the skittle and you pick it up and then you dunk it on the ground and then they explode. Yeah. Yes, so, I love that. I've never heard anyone call it a skittle gun. That's how it is. It is. So Accurate. we do know that um, for like similar to this season where we had Void as the main focus, next season we're going to see Arc as the main focus because they're making Arc mods cheaper. Yo, I built more. my Arc Titan last night. Yeah, so did I. I, I have an Eternal Warrior build and I have a Cannon Brace build. I feel it. What did you say, Alchemy? Titan is going to be the new DPS meta. Titan was already the DPS meta. What do you mean? Titan's going to be the just meta meta. Like for Titan, everything like, in the yeah. game. Thundercraft was already the meta. What do you mean? Well, you got to remember, we, you now have a seasonal mod that you can proc pretty easily by just getting amplified, and that makes your super do more damage, and you've got Kyrus. So we're talking about, like, Nighthawk levels of... Yeah, but the, the, problem, yeah. With, the problem with um, Thunderous Retort, the way it says in Column 3... Like that's why that's why I never ever never used Thunderous Retort back when it first came out in uh, season of the Seraph, I believe, uh, or Plunder, was because it says grants bonus uh, super uh, damage when you're critically ru- ruined or, or while amplified, and if you can't continue to continuously proc the amplify, your super isn't going to do that much damage. So it'll have like like unless you like prime that, it's not going to be that effective. And so, uh, you also got to remember. You're, you're with touch of thunder. Pulse nades periodically send out um, the fucking arc things. Arc things. I can't <laughs> remember the name of it. Ionic traces. Ionic traces. Yeah. Or jolts. Yeah. Ionic traces. I mean that 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 works cool. I just like like especially for a boss like Nezzy, where you're not constantly able to react like that. I I feel like it won't be as meta as like you think. But we'll have to play it out, like because even when Thunderous Retort it was a thing before during during Plunder, it wasn't that hot. It was like no one ever used it. So I'm really excited for something like uh, Electric Armor, where you stayed amplified longer with your with your Arc subclass, where like that could be beneficial to the build if if it is a thing. Or like they're bringing back Counter Charge, which is one of my favorite mods, 
where you gain a stack of armor uh, armor charge whenever you set a champion. Counter charge was revolutionary when it first came out. I'm ex- and I'm excited about it. So and also right. amped up in the in the fourth column. Amped up was so good. Game damage resistance when you're amplified. Ooh, yes. Yes. Gosh. So it's going to be an interesting season. Um, so a strand soldier, which I'm really excited about. Uh, your strand weapon gains unraveling rounds whenever you gain woven mail. So like titans are constantly going to have unraveling rounds, <laughs> which indicates armor piercing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then one that I, that alchemy was kind of like interested in that I don't really know about. Uh, conductive cosmic needle targets affected by strand debuffs take increased damage from arc and void abilities. So like this could be kind of cool if you can like suspend a champion and like thunder crash it or, or like nova bomb. No, the bosses still can be affected by. Um, can they? Yes. I, mm, if that's possible, great. I just I, I I haven't seen a boss be affected by strand. Like I don't see no one so throwing like, throw throw a tangle throw a um shacklenade. Uh-huh. It just does a bone. Like you'll see the boss not be able to do. It's like like not per se special move, but like say Rolks um kick. Uh-huh. No, uh huh. No. I don't know how to explain this, but um, like you'll see the suspend thing, the suspend animation. Like you'll see the animation, but it doesn't actually do the thing. Yeah, it, it still has to move because they're not affected. That'll that we'll have to test that because I, I don't know how that's gonna work with that. Um, but the one thing that I'm really excited about is squad goals in column five, where performing a finisher while you are amplified grants amplified to everybody. Doing a finisher when you have woven mail gives woven mail to everybody, and when performing a finisher when you have devour gives devour to everybody. So that's going to be a really versatile mod that can be very beneficial for endgame content. So I'm excited to see that one pop off. Now, now here's the one that I really want to get everyone's feedback on because I I don't know about this. I I don't know how I feel about this because. Uh. Bungie is making is making some changes to enemy shields, where they're going to be changing the way they look across the board, and them not have like their own distinction per character. So like like to where they're they're like changing the entire way like the, the elemental shields look across the board to help with um for, to help with accessibility features. And the I I I, I don't know about this. I hate it. I actually like it. I actually like it. Like they've already kind of implemented this already. If you look at uh, uh, Strand shields, Mm. they look different from every other shield in the game. But that misty, like green look to it, I think that each flavor of shield will have its own appearance. I think people are just looking at it from a for those who have. Odd or visual issues, especially those who have uh, visually, um, like who who have epilepsy and things like that, that are caused by you know visual auras and things like that. Uh-huh. Those those shields look too much like an an epileptic aura and could okay. easily 
cause someone to actually go into even more of a, even more seizures than they already do because of this game. So that's I, the biggest complaint I've seen. So I hear you. And I, I really identify with that because I used to have seizures as a kid, and I I, I very much want to be welcoming to everybody with that. However. And I don't mean and I, I'm not trying to like 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 just stop the whole argument out. I, I'm offering an alternative. Yeah. Because especially with if you look at the twa the twab itself where it shows the difference in the videos, like yeah. especially especially with the Minotaur, the the Minotaur shield looks very much like a data shield, it looks very distinct to the Vex themselves. It feels like yeah. we're sacrificing um like Perfect. uniqueness and fantasy. Yeah. For the like, for the like, like for the, the accessibility, my counter is do what God of War did with Ragnarok, have a oh, whole oh. freaking section where people with accessibilities can modify to their preference, where they like brought oh, yeah. in accessibility experts yeah. to have whole settings to toggle, not take right. away the fantasy from everybody. Because if if, they, if this field on this Minotaur, this void shield on this Minotaur looks the same as a Cabal. I'm very mm-hmm. much going to be like, this is too uniform. Why, like, why not make this a setting rather than take it away from everybody? Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, I, I, I don't disagree with you. It's just a complaint that I've seen from individuals who I follow on Twitter who have those types of issues. Right. And I, I totally see where they're coming from, and I totally see where you're coming from as well. Right. I personally don't suffer from, uh, from visual based uh you know epilepsy or seizures i don't have seizures myself but sometimes i do you know my eyes will get tired and i'll start seeing you know auras and stuff like that around enemies or heck even just you know irl just because i'm freaking tired as heck or because i'm you know my you know i need new glasses or whatever so that has, you know, for me, it has nothing to do with that. But I do want to make sure that we, you know, acknowledge. Most, most definitely. That's why I, I, uh, I wanted to, like, handle that in a specific way. Because like, I'm, 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 even at the Game Awards, um, God of War, Ragnarok's team won several awards for their accessibility features. Like, you can even look it up on YouTube. They had, like, whole systems developed. Even though this was a second game in a series, they went above and beyond to have accessibility be in the forefront. Like, if oh, that's yeah. baked into the settings of the game, great, grand, wonderful. Uh-huh. No, no yelling on the bus. Like, we, we make saw, that be- uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I was going to say, I saw Liana uh, was tagged about this, about the shields already, because mm-hmm. people, I, I definitely saw people talking about the accessibility portion of it. And, like, oh. I definitely feel it, like, if, like, accessibility is, like, an issue, definitely look into it but i i do wish that there was a way that it could be like um baked into the game like you're saying sorry that's all i wanted to say my perception of this whole situation is the way i look at it is twofold right accessibility Mm. is one thing right where you always want the game to be accessible to like people who struggle but also there's also a conversation about uh uniformity and actual like information at a glance like right now there's too much stuff that looks and like too much stuff going on that needs to be accounted for like uh one thing that like yeah you get the vex shields 
that look really unique to themselves, but they're all the same, like, distinct look, no matter the flavor, right? So whether you're fighting a Arc uh, Vex or a Void Vex, you have the same thing. And for some people, they really can't distinguish which one is which at a glance. And that in and of itself is a limitation, at least to me. Like, I feel like when you look at an enemy, you should be able to identify the tools necessary to dispatch said enemy. I understand that. I feel like if they would have showed us all like five flavors of shields, that would have helped with this rather than just showing like the comparison of the void shield on one enemy type. Yeah. I think another thing is like a lot of people are just jumping the gun on this. Like you haven't seen the system yet. And I hate to be that guy that's like wait for it to come out. But like legit, like I think a lot of people just need to calm down and wait until the full system comes out so you can see what different shields are going to be like available for people to like look at over the course of the game and i can get behind that i very much want to make sure that we didn't just go no this is bad budgie bad it's very much like can i all can i offer an alternative was my my perspective on it like yeah yeah that was my thought process like i want to be sure everyone can play this game this game is freaking amazing and plus Bungie figuring out all this stuff now can lead into better advancements in the future for everything. Because what God of War did was advancements for the entire gaming community, not just for uh, Santa Monica Studios. So, like, this this is very much good for the entire gaming community. Um, Shout out to Titans. We did it for the Commander. Titans have won Guardian Games. We love that. Good stuff. Um, Hunters, very sorry that you tried to come out, come out of the last minute and try to like scoop the dub, but it didn't work. We kept <laughs> the dub. Um, I, it was very noticeable. Like the last like five days, Hunters like trying to come out and swarm, and like it was like, nah, y'all ain't getting that. Y'all better calm down. Um, I think there's like, a conversation that you had here about Guardian games, right? <laughs> because I hear a lot of people saying like, you know, Hunters tried to come back. I honestly and truthfully believe that the community as a whole chose to like go out and win this for like all the like titans like zavala oh, there's people and Saint, who did and there's a lot of people i think a lot of people went out and played on their titan solely for the fact that they really wanted titans to win Most so definitely. after the first week we already knew titans were gonna win i think these last couple days of hunters and warlocks kind of going back and playing i honestly just believe that's just a lot of those players that were playing on their titan to get titans up and get them to take the dub this season i think this is just them coming back at the end and just turning in stuff to get the loot because at this point like early this week i'll be honest with you there was no way even if we won every day hunters were going to win like it was already no. pretty solidified. No, no, no. no. So well, I want to say that this is players coming to, in. The, to the people who are like, "Oh, Guardian Games is rigged. Guardian Games is rigged." If Guardian Games was rigged, Warlocks would have won, as we saw at the end of the first week, because there was that whole glitch where the message went out that said Warlocks won. So yeah. if and, and I will be the one to say it, 
I think Bungie, like Bungie intended to ring it for Warlocks, but then they saw the press and saw that they needed to let the ball sit in the Titan court for Lance. Like, I like, you like think if, you, so? if, you, if you look at it, like, 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 like in terms of the, in terms of the scale, like the way the picture was already in the game code saying Warlocks was going to win. They have one for each though. That's the thing is that they yeah. have, I mean, you have, yeah, that was still a weird glitch. Like, that was still a weird glitch. Yeah. So like, yeah, but regardless yeah. though, I don't think it was rigged. I think it might've been rigged at first. And then Bungie was like, nah, but I think the past three Guardian games definitely were not rigged. I, I feel like this was the first one where they were like, if Titans are going to kick this much butt, we're going to like just let it happen. And then that <laughs> happened. That's all mm-hmm. that was. Um, shout out to Bungie real quick because they did introduce, like similar to what they've done for Black Lives Matter and for uh, Pride and for Women's uh, like, Month, they are introducing an Asian American, Native American, and Pacific Islander uh, Heritage Month uh, pin which I think is amazing. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's shout awesome. Out to them. Yo, for real. Comes out with, with, with an emblem and a pin you can purchase in the Bungie store and all like all the proceeds will be going to, to, uh, to International Community Services. So that is amazing. Like definitely like much love to Bungie for that one. Now let's dig into these interviews because Bungie did hop on some other podcasts and talk about things. Not only did Chris Proctor uh, like like go on to the PVE podcast, but you also saw Mercules and Eric Smith go on to the Firing Range podcast. And man, <laughs> oh man! So most of the stuff when it came to uh, Proctor's interview was covered mostly in the TWAB and in the article, however, or in previous uh, like stuff, and they just sort of expanded on the one thing that was emphasized in both interviews that I very much want to like talk about across the board that made people understand. And similar to Datto's video he put out where he talked about people don't, don't understand how game design works and what, what goes into game design, they very much talked about how it takes time to push out patches. It takes uh-huh. time to make changes. You like... They're planning two seasons in advance. They're, they, they aren't always able to drop everything and fix everything. Now, one thing that was not asked and one thing that we kind of still need to side-eye Bungie for is the way that we will have glitches, but then they'll turn off Shard Farm. But we're not going to talk about that. But, but when it comes to major things like Immortal, and Immortal was a big talking point on the Firing Rage podcast, of why did it go out so hot? Why did they think... Like, why didn't they nerf it, uh, like, before now? It was very much a situation of they didn't think people were going to go that hard for it. They didn't think people were going to, like, swoop in the first week and have the biggest turnout in, like, in those, like, trials history for that, that one SMG. And, like, like and they didn't think that was going to happen. They thought only the sweats were going to get the SMG and be done with it. But in reality, it bit them in the ass. So now they're having to go back and change it. I mean, they even said, why did they nerf it sooner? It's because once they introduced a couple of changes to it, especially when they fixed the target lock buff, like, like, like a bug that was going on where it would it would keep the activation of target lock even after it missed a bullet. Like, oh, they- yeah, that shit was so painful. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. I'll literally just be in, like, any sort. I was be just playing in any, like, competitive situation, and people would be using that shit in the first, like, few weeks of the season, and I was just so over it. <laughs> right. So, like, that was the big thing in regards to that. 
and Bungie even said once that happened and once they fixed that bug, they did see the usage rates for Immortal go down, so they didn't feel the need to like rush out some crazy patch to fix it off rip. So that was something they specifically emphasized and in, term, in terms of across the board. People need to understand that they are trying to like the, the, the test as much as possible, but some things just happen to slip through the cracks. And they even talked about, I, for, I, I couldn't find it. I think it was in the TWAB where they specifically talked about, hey, like we are going to be working on stability. We know stability has been a really big problem in the game. So best believe like tomorrow, like right before the game goes live, they're going to be having an hour and a half of downtime before the patch goes live. That way they yeah. know, hey, we are trying to make stability be in the forefront. Whenever a patch goes live, you're, you're going to see the game go down an hour and a half beforehand. They're trying to make sure stability goes back to the forefront of the game. That way the game doesn't feel like it's being held together by duct tape and prayers. So yeah. definitely be paying attention to that tomorrow, or today rather, when you see, hey, the game's down. Next time there's a patch, the game's gonna be down. So make sure you get all your stuff done before an hour before a half before reset, because otherwise you're you're not gonna get it done. Uh, <laughs> specifically from that, like, and they even talked about um, how long does it take does it take to get a, a balance, like a, like something to come into balance. They monitor the usage rates, and one thing they even admitted, which I respect them on, Mercury's did admit that usage rates don't like don't always equate to busted and that was respectful of them but they don't always adhere to that so hopefully that improves in the future one great example was the 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 the, the last word crisis of season of the haunted where they were supposed to nerf the damage of last word but they accidentally doubled it so and, oh, then, and it rained supreme for an entire weekend of trials and we're all like turn it off and they're like no we're not turning it off so i i hope bungie definitely starts paying attention to that in the future I mean, um that's not necessarily fair though what you mean like, speak on it on, on one hand i completely understand where the community comes from with the, like this thing is out of pocket we need to fix it right Especially like using this last word thing as like the perfect example, right? Uh, All right. So people will complain like the second that something that they don't like is happening, they want it nerfed, right? But then they will turn around and complain that Bungie doesn't let us have fun with things. Like they're so quick to uh, fix the things that allow us to have fun that you know, but not fix the things that need to be fixed. Like sometimes I think a lot of players just need to sit back and check their privilege on the fact that sometimes Bungie gives you exactly what you asked for and you just don't like it. Right. So allowing players to play with some of these broken things, if just for a little while, like, yeah, I will be the first to admit it can be a pain in the ass sometimes, but (laughs) You know, allowing players to have their fun and then fix it later is a thing. Like, I know we were talking about the shard form earlier. I'm like, look, they let us have a shard form for like a month one time. Like, come on, well, man. Well, you can't see, expect the haunted, them to do it was a week. See, in the Haunted, it was a week. The, the, the latest one was two days. Well, not even two days, three hours. It was three hours. Damn. Like, we can't expect for us to get to have everything all the time. 
Like you can't be happy when they when they do things and then be mad when they when they do the exact thing we asked for. Right. I think a lot of players need to realize that. You wanna know my least favorite part of this whole like game right now, honestly? What's up? Moderation, man. I'm gonna be real. Oh, that, that was. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Just, 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 just put a pin in that one. That'll be that, that's that's the ending topic of the evening. That, that, Copy we're, that. We're, we're, we're gonna get to that specifically. That, that was another reason why I wanted to bring you on for this episode. Copy um, that. Like, we definitely go speak on that one right now. Yeah. So, I do think you know, David has a good point though, because like people do be jumping the gun a lot. Um, and then spicy the, too. The biggest thing that that, like, that that I saw that was really cool about the, the Fire Range podcast interview, they did say they're going back into the game and making it so Zoom no longer affects damage fall off because Zoom affects so many different things across the board from stability to damage to range sometimes and that they're making it so it no longer affects damage fall off and they're going to have damage fall off set for different ranges for every gun in the game so that is going to be a a crazy thing they're introducing in season 22 definitely look out for that we we, we haven't heard anything yet but um when in terms of the in terms of this change specifically that does mean certain guns like uh bxr battler are returning to their original zoom so that'll be interesting to see what happens there um, there's a lot of math that go is, goes into that. I highly recommend looking at that episode of the Firing Range podcast to see like Merc go through all the math. But I'm excited for this change because it definitely means that Zoom will play less of a factor when it comes to different guns. Yeah. Zoom is a whole can of worms that like needs to be deciphered for people. Now, yeah. let's talk about how Panda was right. <laughs> Ooh, boy. So, all you motherfuckers, all, all y'all in my TikTok comments, all of y'all who were giving me crap on Twitter, all of y'all who were saying that Titans are busted, Titans don't need to be fixed the way you're talking about, Titans are fine, we have neutral exotics that are busted, so Titans are fine, we don't care about your arguments, you're stupid. Listen here. So, uh, like uh, Drew from, uh, from the Fire Range podcast asked, Ability to, uh, developer Eric Smith uh, about like like specifically I even I even pulled up the quote because I wanted to read it verbatim in terms oh, of this dear. real quick I wanted to read it verbatim so Drew asked him specifically was there any like future intentions into nerfing barricade more because especially in high skill brackets you saw people with, like like very much using barricades uh, like offensively to be like, be a menace in PvP. Yeah. Eric Smith's specific thoughts on Barricade's current strength. Yeah, uh, Barricades are good. I agree. I think we want it to be good, but I agree that it needs to, it, to be balanced. We did a nerf on the cooldowns by 33% in Lightfall, but we're willing to look at uh, to look at it if we deem it to be too good, including the health, which hasn't really been touched in a while, which that's a lie because they did change. Like, like, not a lie. It's, it's, it's incorrect. They did change the health of certain Barricades when with the Titans rampant rampart nerfs, yeah. so mm-hmm. that's incorrect. But the rest of his statement basically uh, also says barricades currently take more damage from special weapons, and he even got their feedback on that. Like, uh, which I've been saying for months that the barricades across the board could be one shot by fusion rifles, 
could be damaged significantly by sniper rifles, could be damaged by shotguns. You definitely could, could take out most barricades with special weapons. But people didn't like that. People thought it was stupid. And then specifically, uh, Eric uh, Smith says, yeah, that's fair. It's a hard one with barricades because with Titans, it really uh, uh, feels bad when they pop a barricade and it instantly disappears. Well, like, like, they, like he even specifically talks about class envy, where you see people across the boards, like hunters will go, hey, I don't like that they get a barricade. You know, Titans will go, hey, I don't like that they get a dodge on, on, on every class. Uh, every subclass or P- or both classes will say we don't like how uh, warlocks get to heal from their rifts or get empowered from their rifts there's class and be across the board and which i've been saying for months that this mm-hmm. is not a normal fps this is an almost like, like this is an rpg there are going to be multiple different factors that make this game different and everyone gave me shit for it and look a dev even confirmed i was right <laughs> Yo, okay. I've realized that the moment that you start speaking too much fucking sense in this community, people just fucking cannot like compute it with their brains and they will well, shit all no. over you. Well, it's so funny too. Like literally yeah. every I, I, time. I every so damn obvious. time. Yes. Every well, damn fucking every time. time. Every time. Every there fucking so many, time. There were so many people who were like, oh, your KD's too low. We don't want to hear from you. Oh, oh. you're so- there oh were, there, there, man! There, there, there were people that would say, "Oh, our Titans are busted. Your argument is flawed." And Eric Smith even says in the episode of the, of the podcast, he says that Arc Titans are the best subclass in the game. And I agree, Arc Titans are very oppressive. But what about yeah. the rest of the subclasses? Like, literally, oh. so, like Solar Titan is unusable. Stasis Titan is a meme. Strand Titan, like no one uses because it only has one exotic that makes it accessible. Um, Void Titan is only used for the bubble. Otherwise, it, like, until no backup plans rolls out tomorrow, no one like, like Void Titan has been unusable besides the bubble. The only reason why people think Titan is oppressive is because of the neutral game exotics. If you gave peacekeepers yeah. to any other Yo, state, shoulder like, charge, shoulder charge is why I think it's broken right now. But they're nerfing it. Well, now let me ask you this: Bef- prior to this nerf, what made you think shoulder charge was busted? All right, I'm literally playing on my Titan right now. Okay. Okay, so basically the reason why this shit needed to get nerfed is because I can just fucking like Icarus dodge everywhere with this thing. I can start running and just go boom and then run again and then go boom and then start running and it doesn't take any melee energy at all. So one of my biggest complaints, and like honestly, I would call myself just a guardian at this point. I used to be a hunter main, then I switched to warlock. I've been playing on warlock for two seasons, but I just, I build on my titan and sometimes i get bored and i play but i'm just a guardian but the reason why i felt like specifically that shoulder charge shit needed to be nerfed is because you can just get around it like negates so much like it just feels so non-competitive to just roll up in a game and all of a sudden like you're a warlock who like has icarus and you have a fucking cooldown on in-air dodge but then this titan just goes shoom, 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 shoom. Now, let me ask and it's like this. in mid in like 10 seconds and you're like okay bro whatever man i guess i'll just fucking switch subclasses then <laughs> now let me ask you this specifically you specifically said run you have to run to inc- to occur to make the, the shoulder charge occur oh. So, I'm doing it right now. So I'm doing it right so now. Why, it's so, so, rather, so rather 
than them taking away your melee energy, why not extend the run timer? That would have made more sense. And what do you mean? What do you mean? The run time? Like how long it takes to proc? Exactly. Exactly. Because that no. would have made more sense. And also, when you look it's at shorter... Too, it's too free. It's too fucking it's, free. It's, it's like, too free I'm, as a movement tool. I will get behind I'm playing that. It. I'm, but, I'm playing it. It's so good. Right, but let me, let, but let me explain, though. You have shoulder charge. And exa- a move that wasn't originally meant to be specifically for movement. It was originally meant to be a damage-causing um, like a tool. It was nerfed into the ground. So people adapted it to be a movement tool. Then even when you look at it from a, from a damage aspect, it's supposed to be a melee, a melee. When you use it now, the animation is too slow. The damage is next to nothing unless you use a pair of pants. It, across the board, almost every, every Titan melee does next to nothing unless it is augmented by an exotic. So, for, right. them, so for them to do this, makes almost every titan melee not worth it so here's my titan here's my titan hot take with it with, you're a titan and you have a barricade that's broken and you can put the barricade up and you it's literally you're the wall of the city you're the wall of the last city bro mm-hmm. like come on like if people <laughs> Like, we're not supposed to be running around. There's a reason why people don't go past, like, 50 mobility on their Titan and Crucible, because you just want your fucking barricade up, like, as much as you can. It's like, yeah, answer me this. You you didn't respond to what I said about the, the, the melees. If you look across the board to every Titan melee, unless you use Synthoseps or Dune Marchers, they're those. not usable. I, I mean, see, I'm using Dune Marchers right now. So, like, I mean, I see you, but at the same time, I'm hoping that, <laughs> I like, see you, but, like, you're wrong. That's what you just did. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that I don't really know what it's going to look like because cause they're saying you just, like, it's going to take some of the melee energy away. It's 15%. And I'm not really sure. Is it 50? They said 15%. 15. Okay. I thought you said 50. 50. Nah, I was like, damn. I wonder what. Okay. So, like, what does that make of like. So, I have 100 melee right now. So, like, what what do you think that would look like with so the cooldown? So, they said specifically if you have a tier 10 melee, that means it will be seven seconds for you to get to get your your, your a shoulder charge back. So, not only you, you have to wait seven seconds to get the shoulder charge back, you have to then initiate the shoulder charge by running. All right. All right. all right. Look, I'm I mean, in Crucible right now. I'm in Crucible. What? Oh, hold up. So if I go, if I dodge one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, dodge again. I mean, I feel like you just have to like, you have to like definitely use, use your abilities more carefully, but I still think that with it being so short of a timer that it'll still be useful so like we'll just have to see i really have but like i think my biggest problem that i still stick with is not only that are that we need to stop trying to say that barricades need to be nerfed more i like which like like the dev even agreed with me on i think oh my god have you seen tony he hates barricades so bad bro bro i'm gonna get him on at some point but like um, specific, but specifically with the, the the Titan melees, I think oh, we we, we need to we need to stop like taking neutral exotics like Doom Marchers and Synthoseps into account, and we need to look at the, the, the melees themselves. 
because you have every warlock melee that doesn't require a uh, exotic to do well, like you already talked about earlier, lightning surge can one can one shot an entire team if done correctly. Yeah, almost every throwing knife if done correctly can one shot or do at least do big damage with an explosive knife. Yeah, I mean, so, but when you use a throwing knife, that actually requires a little bit of like skill. Correct. You can't but they do- still they still function correctly versus the Titan melee. If you whip it, that's it. Exotics. Yeah, but if you whip your throwing knife, that's it though. Right. Like, but, but I, I understand you don't get that a argument. second drive. Right. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I get you on that argument. I, I actually think they should do more things with knives similar to what they did with, with the strand uh, knife, where you can recatch it or call it back. I think they should do that. But then that becomes yeah. busted because people like people who like um are just busted in general get too many knives. But what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to convey what I'm trying to convey here is they need to re-examine Titan melees separate from the neutral game exotics. That's the biggest issue across the board is that we need to re-examine Titan melees outside of the of the, the, the environment of Syndoseps and Doom Archers. Because that way people will see, wow, Panda's right. These melees suck, and it will make <laughs> so much sense. Like it's it, like everyone acts like I'm stupid and I, I'm on crazy pills, but in reality, Titans have a lot of fundamental problems that no one's taking a look at, and it, it, I find it so hilarious. There's um, a lot. There, every class has a fundamental flaw that nobody pays attention to. Like yeah. with hunters, I feel like a lot of people are quick to call for a hunter dodge nerf, oh, like yesterday. Like, I mean, people still to this day, right now, you can jump on any Crucible match and there's going to be like five people that are like, oh my God, nerf dodge. When other classes get a form of a dodge way more often, nobody ever talks about it. Like Warlocks, you get uh, Icarus dash once every three seconds. Yeah, and then the the shoulder charge right now, currently, it's the same. (laughs) But like, it's a thing, like... Everybody else is is like expending something. It like costs something to get that mobility or right. that usage. Like with hunters, they gave us that uh stompy nerf buff shenanigans. I don't know what people call it, but uh, where now we have to decide on whether or not we want to use our dodge in combat that or get yeah. that like buff. Nobody else's exotics require I'll be the that first kind of to call. Say- that doesn't feel super. I wish they wouldn't have done that. And I like I play I'm so much competitive or child. That's a hell of a topic because we already spoke on that one. And I'll be the one to say it. Hunters needed something. It, it, either, it, it needed to be it's the AE much. or it needed to be y'all took some kind of penalty. Because it also the other reason why I say that is because y'all y'all wanted or y'all wanted us to take the, the, the penalty for the melee. Y'all take the penalty for the zombies because yeah, zombies, yo, think about what this, about though. um what about okay but what about the big three though you've got transversive steps you've got dune marchers you've got stompies you have these three exotics that do so much for all the classes and one of them just got hit so you've got stompies where you have dune to hold your getting, dune marchers is getting hit dune marchers getting nerfed I'm wearing them right now but they're getting nerfed tomorrow yeah. so like you have these but so that just leaves transversive steps which is like buffs your sprint buffs your slide buffs your reload and you can just reload for free but like that's like the only thing that hasn't been hit yet so i'm wondering like what's gonna happen with those because they're still 
they're still really fair, useful. To be fair, transversus, if you look at Charles report, hasn't seen that much play. The big thing was Aphidians, and Aphidians was the whole dang package where you got synthosep reach, you got stability, you got reload yeah, it speed, was a handling, handling. Yeah, the shotgun handling shit where you yeah, just whip so, like, so now you only get the like you only get the, the the gun buff. You don't get the reach buff too. So that I think that's gonna make Affinity Aphidian see a drop in usage, which will make it be more balanced. Um, now, yeah, I don't mean, think they were too out of band. Like honestly, like minus the the melee range, they weren't really that much of a problem. I think a lot of people just didn't like to go against them and the rubber banding that they were causing. Honestly, well, that's what, that's what happened when knockout too was like people got tired of the other rubber bandings that they nerfed knockout too. Next thing on yeah, top of blocking synthoseps. Like I will forever about, stand right? with the fact that certain exotics, especially stuff like. Uh, Stompies and uh, neutral game exotics that don't really give you any edge outside of allowing you to like cater to your own particular playstyle. They don't require nerfs. I think people just need to learn to like play the around with things. The reason why I think Stompies specifically needed something, whether it was the AE, like, 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 uh, like a balancing of it, or this is because Stompies was the most used exotic, even post-nerf, because people didn't want to let it go. And it has such a high skill curve to where even, like, because yes, it's just a mobility exotic supposed to help you jump higher, but the ability for you to have perfect accuracy while jumping over somebody, and not everyone can, and like they even said specifically in the nerf patent notes that like on controller, it feels specifically like hard to be able to counter if someone jumps over your head with a shotgun and has perfect accuracy, they're, they're getting no penalty. You're not able to always counter that and you're just dead. That's why that was the biggest thing that every streamer and every person talked about was this is why Stompies is meta because it gives you the ability to be out of reach of everybody. You can be high up in the air and have no penalty and you'd be able to ruin people. And it was a high skill curve system. So there needed to be something to rein Stompies in to A, put it on the same level as other exotics, because up until then, even up until Solar 3.0, no one used anything but Stompies, and the people were like, oh, Stompies caught a little bit of a nerve. What else is there? Oh, Gemini Jester, um, Spine of Ahamkara. There's other things Yo, that, we can, that we can use. Spines are so gross. You right. You right. And no, Omni. But... Yo, Omni Oculus is disgusting. Well, I had a quad well, hundred I, I, build. Omni, I had a... used to be gross. Omni was. It's gross. still gross. I went gross. flawless with it. I went flawless with it at the start of this last season. It's still gross on this well, system. Well, well, I have well, a triple hundred. Before they, they nerfed, nerfed it, it was really gross. It's yeah. I used it the entire time. I had a quad hundred build rip. I miss it. Because <laughs> like specifically, like, like, like I would, specifically I would special that, joust. I would special joust with it. I would literally like use the smoke at the start. Uh, I would like smoke the team, pull out glacial chasm, go invisible, and just special joust people, and they wouldn't even know I was there. It was really messed up, and I would have resist times four like the entire time. Right, so like that, like that's what I'm saying specifically is like once Stompies got rained in a little bit, you saw <laughs> hunters going. What else is in the closet? And it was like you saw diversity, but and even with the diversity, you still the saw hunters, on trials reports. Yo, the hunters looked into the, the void, bro. Thing, the, the highest hunters, thing. 
I'm going to tell you, though, but you got to think about this, not from the perspective of they're just that good. Honestly, it just shows that other hunter exotics are just shit. I'm Bro, sorry. Look, look, look at Omni. Look at Atheris Embrace. Look, look at Kefri Sting. Look at Spine. All These exotics good were exotics. good. These are Dude, all decent exotics. But you got to think about this. Like, for the for the vast majority of people using uh, was it Stompies, it's not because Stompies are just so out of band amazing. It's because it allows for a certain particular type of play style. Mm-hmm. Right? It allows for a play style that's very fast paced that the Crucible loves. Right? Mm-hmm. It allows people to play the way they want. But that's why, because the hunters don't very ha- don't have very many options to really play hunter. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you, you had as far so as many- like Omni Oculus, that's uh that, fucking that, that was, void. But it also it's still is gross, really one of those things that benefits more of a team playstyle. Like right, granted, sure. it gives you. And it requires you to like really morph your build around the Omni, and that isn't the playstyle that most hunters want to run. Most right. hunters like that run and gun, get in your face, and execute. That's so how there had to be some way to rein that in. Is what I'm saying. There had to be some. You way don't to rain have to rein in the exotic. You change the way. You change the behavior, right? What so do you mean? the like. Perfect example, right? During uh, was season of the Splicer season of the Lost, you had a really heavy fusion rifle shotgun meta, right? But yeah. then they changed how players play the game. Objective-based game modes for the longest time. The best way to go about control was to cap two points and then just go play Clash and ensure that the other team didn't cap a point. That was yeah. the best way to do what, it. What does that have to and do with zombies? Because you still zombies allow. Yeah, exactly. Because you can run and gun without having to worry about the objective. People opted for a more fast-paced, like one-shot kill meta, and hunters excel at that kind of meta, okay, right? So let me but when you, you take away stuff like that and you move toward more objective-based game modes like uh dominion right you don't very much see a lot of like shotgunning fusion rifle hurry up and run to the point that's a damn lie because (laughs) you have a lot of people zoning and laning what that's the reason why you hear so many pvp content creators talking about how much they hate crucible now because it's so slow and they are forced to play in a laning slow methodical like range, they can't so, just run around like chickens so, with their so heads. I've definitely, I've definitely seen some of our peers. I've definitely seen some of our peers saying some similar sentiments. You know, like where they're saying like people are people have been a little frustrated with the pulse rifle meta, especially right, like that, in trial for a little while. That's what I was going to say is that it wasn't because of the, the the capture zones. It was because we finally saw an era where 
pulse rifles and auto rifles and SMGs could combat hand cannons. Because if yeah. you remember, if you remember about a year ago, around when, or not a year ago, but like a little bit before a year ago, where we had the 30th anniversary prior, all you uh-huh. saw in this meta was hand cannons and shotguns. And it was so good. I missed my. It was so good. I miss my adept palindrome. I have an adept palindrome with a thousand kills on it. And Bungie finally said, hey, why not let's buff uh, like pulse rifles, scout rifles, auto rifles, SMGs. That way they can compete and not just be in people's vaults. I want to go back. I want to go back. They they finally said, let's put these weapons on the same totem pole as each other and have a healthy meta. They finally said, let's be able to have this. And then people were like, no, they're they're being like, they're like saying, hey, no, I want to go back to this where certain guns were not, like like certain archetypes were nowhere near able to compete. That's not healthy. That's That's my story. That's how many kills I have. My time lost fate bring it. How many? Fucking <laughs> four thousand plus. But like even right now, if you look at trials report right now, you have two SMGs with which they're the same fucking SMG. You have uh, you have Cloud Strike, you have No Time, you have Matador, La Monarch, Beloved, Rose, Crimson, and Yoni, which that's a pretty diverse pool. That actually really what it is right now. Is that really what it is right now for real? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at trials report right now. Oh shit! I'm looking right now with you now. Okay. So like, oh, if, you, if, you, if if you look at previous weeks, there would be things like straight hand cannons, straight like 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 like, like, like shotguns and whatnot. But straight like, look, rifles. look, look, they can't complain because there's still crimson and two shotguns. The shoddy mains, they can't right, complain. Right. Even even a few weeks ago, when burnout was a thing, Ace of Spades was on the top. Was on the top block. Like Ace of Spades was on the top block the, the week before that. Like we're in a diverse meta where there's finally like like an equilibrium of different exactly. guns able to compete with different things. And exactly. in this, in, 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 but in this now you see my point though. Now you see my point is that they change the behavior. People can't just like it's not a mindless strat to run around shotgun fusion. You gotta have a little skill for it now. And that's why only people that are really skillful and confident in their ability to hear those skills run that kind of playstyle. Like, if, like, look how far you have to go down just to find your first hand cannon and your first shotty. Like, look, it's more what do you, what do you, of what do you mean? If they, they, they like, are one, two, three, four, five, top, six, seven, eight. Shotgun is a uh, matador is number five, and Rose is number eight. That's a pretty far cry from where it used to be. And that isn't that great. Like, but even that like skill of using shotguns isn't as pervasive as it used to be. Correct. Like it's not like people are turning corners and you get shotgun and you get fusion rifled. Every turn uh every corner you turn, every wall you jump over, you're not seeing the over the top like crutch weapons as they are like a lot of people are having a lot more room to experiment and play at farther ranges with well, different play styles exotic, that are being put out now, there though, if you look at the yeah. exotic list right now specifically you have uh-huh. Affidi- if you have you have aphidians doom marchers and stompies at the top of the board where aphidians is the 12 point cent of a 12.7 of the entire warlock meta Doom mm-hmm. Archers is 10.6 of the entire t- Titan meta, and Stompies mm-hmm. is 9.8 of the entire meta. 
like and Stompy's almost is always at the top of the board. Where yeah. spawn and pro- which which prior to recently with the different changes that occurred with AE, you never saw anything different in terms of usage. If anything, it was higher compared to spine being up there now. Wormhusk is seeing a little bit of play, and like and still to, and, and if you look at it, those three are the only ones near the top. You have like Oath Keepers at the bottom because of things like the Monarch, Backris, and Dragon Shadow towards the bottom. You like if if we were in a healthy meta. You would like for for hunters. You would see what's happening with warlocks and titans, where you have doom marchers, peacekeepers, synthoseps, antaeus wards, peregrine greaves, one eye mask, um, armamentarium, like like so much diversity. Warlocks, Ophidian aspect, um, transversive steps, uh, osmiomancy gloves. Like, like like there's more diversity across the board on the top of the scale versus stompies, which are just there. And it's like, yes. why isn't there more diversity? That- you see that not because Stompies are so good, but because the Hunter playstyle is the same. No matter what subclass you pick, your fundamental core playstyle remains the same. So it's an easy pickup is what you're saying. move, and communicate. That's so it. That's what Hunters up. do. It's an easy pickup, but also it complements the vast majority of players' like playstyle. Like... There aren't very many PvP builds for hunters to use outside of uh, Spine or like Omnioculus that are very like specific uh, and Kenfrey don't Sting. do well. In, gives you wall hacks. The vast majority of players don't require uh, wall hacks. The vast majority of like Crucible players are playing sixes and like shit. Every time you turn the corner, you get fucking killed. Backers. You don't need wall hacks to know. That somebody's there. Backwish requires <laughs> you spaces. Ain't need spaces no, isn't even that good of a kit. Dragon Shadow. Spaces. Dragon Shadow used to be really high, but that costs you your dodge, and nobody's going to use that because it requires you to even get the benefits of it, which the vast majority of people are running pir- primaries anyway now because of the meta. You know, nobody's I, really running I, weapons that need to be reloaded all the time. Like, That's fair. I will still say like, though that these exotics <laughs> aren't necessarily good, but hunter the hunter kit, and this is something I like really need people to understand. The hunter yeah. kit as a subclass, what is the difference between a invis hunter and a gunslinger hunter? It's just the fact that one of them can go invisible with their dodge and the other one gets a gun like three quarters of the way through the uh fucking match that goes a little crazy. Well, but and they, the have, they core, have a bunch of different types of different knives that can change things. Uh, you get all radiant, I got is a fucking smoke can, bomb on my boy. You, you can be with solar, you can you can go radiant with your dodge and cause more damage. Nobody's using that. That requires your dodge to be on a two, a minute and a half cooldown. Fair enough. I need that I, dodge. But, but <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is there had to have been something done to Stompies to diversify the pool. And I think Bungie found the counter. So I think I, they should have I, just made the hunter kits more diverse and given hunters more utility inside of our class. No, so that hunters still, like, can use still, more of the space magic, more of the space magic aspect and less of the bare bones like FPS shooting core of our kit. Because still, at the end I of the still, day, that's about it. Like we don't have stuff like shoulder charge or 
stuff like uh, Bastion and uh, Icarus or uh, uh, Knockout or Juggernaut to really kind of spice up our kit. We got Arthur's Embrace that makes our uh, Thorn Knife better. We got to use an exotic to really kind of make that more consistent, quote unquote. But our kit all the same, like we get a little bit of radiant. Everybody gets a little bit of radiant from using a melee. Like our kit is a bare bones FPS reflex. And Stompy's really plays to that. And so a lot of players would rather have that burst of mobility to get around and like really take those angles over an exotic that really just like makes the ease of use of other parts of our kit better. I will still say though, even if you gave hunters the most diverse pool next to Titans and Warlocks, you would still see some stompies at the top of the board, which is why this nerf was necessary. Like I can prove to you that's not true. Ooh, okay. Okay, well we'll work on that. Gear Falcons, yes. Gear Falcons, yes. I will give I will give you that. The second Gear Falcon came out and it gave hunters something that they could sink their their teeth into to change up how they played their kit, you start seeing fucking Rat King come out of Earth. You start seeing all kinds of shit come but out of so nowhere. Where it could shred everybody and the invis was busted. That was a problem. It was. Oh, I agree. But Omni, I'm saying... Omni Oculus, Lord of Wolves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I still say Lord of Wolves should have been left alone. Omni Oculus was the problem. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we will continue our war of, of the Titan versus the Hunter another day. We have more to talk about. Like, the, the, the finally, finally, the, the pain will subside soon because Lamanach is being nerfed. Praise yeah. God. Praise my God. Monarch. It, won't, oh, God. it isn't happening until season 22 or late 21, but praise God. It is All happening. All right. So, well, I will be a grandma. Okay. No. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like, it, it, it was just really great because, because finally Bungie understood that the potential for this this bow to one-shot you with that poison was too much. It's it ridiculous. Was too, you could get one shot. It was too much. It needed to happen. So praise Bungie. Which I find still skeptical, though. I'm still a so little what, skeptical now. So what they Hear specifically say is they're they're dropping the poison time from three seconds to one point five seconds, and they're dropping the uh, the actual damage of the gun, um, like, like down a little bit to make it more similar to lightweight bows. So that's gonna make it so much more balanced. Mm. I don't know. I'm gonna so have we'll to see. mess around with it. But I'm telling we'll you, what... with this Oath Keeper shenanigans coming, oh, this whole season is going to be a mess. This whole season is going to be I, yeah. scary. I genuinely yeah, believe it's that gonna be it's just going to make girl. it a hundred I honestly um, believe so. They did say that some guns they are going to be keeping an eye on for possible changes are Vex, because the Eye of Sauron apparently is on a Vex at all times, because while it is hard to obtain, it can be very much a menace when used correctly. Um, Crimson has seen some up in usage, despite Crimson really never having a buffer or a nerf of any kind. People just randomly noticed, hey, we don't need to pay five for an unflinching or unflinching or targeting hand cannon uh, thing anymore. We can just put in kinetic targeting or kinetic uh, uh, 
uh, uh, unflinching and not have to worry about it anymore. So Crimson's worth using again. And now it's worth people actually putting uh, effort into. So they're looking at possibly nerfing Crimson soon. I'm sad, but it's fine. They're going to nerf it, huh? Um, Crim- uh, Cloud Strike is being kept an eye on solely because of how dominant it was, even on a map like Cauldron. They don't want to nerf it. They like that it plays into the fantasy, but the fact that I used even- that shit this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that it was so dominant I mean, is kind of a concern. Um, they are looking at buffing up too much. They it are is. looking to buff Black Talon, which has some people excited. Um, I like the idea of that. Uh, Alchemy, what were you gonna say? That's just because. Well, I don't see the problem with Cloud Strike. It's just the fact the perk is just allowing people. It's just punishing people that group up too much. And people are mad they can't team shoot when there's a cloud strike. But, like, specifically on a map like Cauldron, where it's so confined, that's what Merc was saying. He was like, hey, this is a very very confined map. You really shouldn't see snipers on this kind of map. But even then, cloud strike saw high usage because of how easy, easy it is to use now. So that's why it was a concern. Um, lightweight shotguns are g- possibly going to see their up their upper pellet and their bottom pellet, um, it, like it, like moved inward to help secure shots. I love this because it has been sad seeing lightweights take such a hit recently. A great and half, I love seeing my favorite shotgun Matador be as dominant as it is. Yes, but would I love to see lightweights like Wastelander make a comeback? Yes. So we will have to see Seven how that there. plays out. Um, oh my dear! They did talk about that. Um, when it comes to blink on both hunter and warlock, they they are eyeing some, some different different changes. Though, but specifically because blink is hard to track and also work with different clients, so they'll have to see how that works in the, in the future. They would love to buff them, but it's hard to balance them. Um, that was the big thing. They are keeping an eye on glaives in the future because. They 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 want to make glaives be in a healthy space, but they're hard to balance. So that's something to keep an eye on in the future. We are getting our first ever PvP focused glaive with the trials glaive this season. So we'll have to keep an eye on that specifically. <laughs> I'm gonna have some fun with that. Um we are going to be seeing on mouse and keyboard specifically, um, no time to explain and other high impact pulse rifles be taking a hit. Um, they are going to see their range reduced a little bit specifically, but they don't want to punish mouse and keyboard players because Merck even said specifically when it comes to no time to explain, if you look at the usage rates, you see um, no time to explain dominating 30, like 30 ish percent of the crucible versus mouse and keyboard where it's around 12% on the, on, on a controller. So yeah. you, there's definitely a very large divide when it comes to how dominant it is. So they're going to be trying to balance the range on it specifically on MNK. And in terms of that, that's across the board with high impact pulse rivals. They don't want to, have to take them fully out of the meta. But they want to like sort of like fix the ease of use on mouse and keyboard. So look out for that in the future. Um, now, final topic of the evening and why I wanted to bring Pandel on the show, because some of y'all still haven't learned. And I know that <laughs> things the things in, in in the world aren't the greatest right now. You got people trying to like 
get rid of us queer folk. But as you, as many of y'all know, um, I don't know what 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 uh, what, uh, like what what's up with Deva. He's just here hiding in the corner. But the majority of this cast is queer, if you haven't noticed yet. And, <laughs> and when it like, like and we we will and and Deva's a good ally, so he he gets to hang out. Um, so it, like in general, when it comes to this, I, I really want to talk about this specifically when it comes to Destiny Two, because while there are a lot of issues going on in the world, you would think by now, in a game like Destiny Two, where the main Titan is voiced and probably before he was turned into an Awoken was a black man, you have a black female in a major role like Ikora being the leader of an entire class. You have mm-hmm. multiple LGBTQI plus people in the in the franchise, including the most played PvP mode, Trials of Osiris, themed after a gay man and ran by his gay lover. You have you that's the big one specifically. But it's general, so fucking frustrating, bro. There's so much like, like homophobia and transphobia running rampant in this community, and it is bothersome. Specifically, I, I don't know how many times where I have the, the pride emblem on when I'm playing trials where people will call me the F slur. I had one dude literally join my LFG. He was like, Hey yo, Panda, you gay? I'm like, Yeah. Because he saw my emblem. He was like, fuck you, and left. And I was like, what? And then there was was another match where I got an LFG together. And and we were in mid-match. One dude left because he was AFK. And I was stuck with this one dude on mic. And he called the dude who was AFK the F-slur. And I'm like, hey, yo, man. let 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 me ask you this. You're playing a mode where the, the the mode is themed after two gay people, and you're pl- and you're playing with someone who has a pride emblem on, and you think saying the f slur is a good idea. And he said, "I don't care, words are words." And I, I, I straight up kicked oh. him from my fire team because I was like, "Nah." And then I got hate mail that I sent to Bungie, never got a response about on Twitter. I sent it to them where he was in my in my, in my DMs on the Bungie on the mm-hmm. Destiny app. Calling me Panda the Epsler. Yo, like, this wow. makes my blood boil, man. This shit makes my blood boil. And, because... point, and, like, and like, like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Panda. Like, this is ridiculous. It's like that shit times eleven all the time with this game. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it is so shit. And like, here, here's the fucking main. The whole problem is that it feels like that when you do actually have like evidence of some serious bullshit that went down on their servers, either on their messaging or you have like really clear cut fucking like, hey, this is a fucking bigot who's just like harassing people on Twitter, TikTok, all these fucking places. But they don't give a shit. They don't do anything. They don't they don't have any policies in place for like like offline like moderation where it's like really clear cut that it's like somebody's being like really bad and i feel like that even within the game where like okay so on my half uh instead of a raid lfg i've like done freaking um i've basically just played trials where people invite you to parties and like horrible stuff like that and I've been invited to parties and tea slurred. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah, instantly. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
And then they just like kicked, you know what I mean? Like people are fucked up. Like people are fucking freaks who play trials sometimes and they'll, they're really fucked up and they'll message you and like, you'll play a game of trials and like, they'll, they'll like message your friends in your fire team and shit. People are fucked up. There's no streamer mode in this game. There's like no, there's literally no way for me to like, like on Fortnite, I can literally go and turn streamer mode on where people can, it's just like whatever, like what does it say, like anonymous or some stupid shit. Uh-huh. Like yeah. you can do that. And I feel like in the fact that like Destiny is so stupid, like you just can't like protect yourself like in game from people like harassing you because they, they like know your username. That shit sucks too. But just like, yeah, the LFG, like the toxicity and wearing it's a ridiculous. pride emblem. Where like you're you're like if you're in trials or like competitive settings and you wear pride emblems, you get kicked from scrims. You get kicked from fucking literally like different communities because you're fucking wearing a pride emblem and like people like you said be horrible to you in LFGs. It's just bullshit. And it's like, uh, like you know, like I've got heard just every 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 story of this where like you know you put on the pride emblem get targeted and like, it, it, it sucks and like it, it blows my mind and like like it, and, and i want to be really really critical if, if anyone from Bungie is listening to this because like i hope you are because this isn't us like saying oh you guys are horrible yada yada this is us specifically saying we want change we want to be yeah. able to be in a safe space there should be we no reason protection. why if we heard what was the tower we need protection right. we need yeah. to protect that- ourselves if and we specifically provide say, you with evidence, there should be retribution. Right. So yeah. Here's, yeah. Here's, a, here's a segue into that if anyone from Bungie is listening. So basically, like, if right now there is a cheater form, that you a suspected cheater form that you can write if somebody's cheating and if you have evidence, you can submit it. But there's no place like that. And we tried to, like, do some looking around and like the guardian mental health, like there's like this whole website and like everything about cyber bullying and like there's links and it's like, yeah, you can submit things here, but it doesn't like the loop doesn't really actually come back around to like an actual legitimate bungee form. So like you can't actually submit anything that's like hate speech from anywhere. There should specifically be a hate speech section on their report system, but there's not that like they're legitimately there's no, there's no like wait, especially even in, in the game there's no, no there's in-game, in-game I, I reporting hate. the most you can do is like griefing like bro like, I'm gonna feel so gross way. I'm gonna like, feel so gross for this but I have to give freaking Blizzard props something after what they've done recently i have to give blizzard props where they have if you look at their reporting system they specifically have it set up where you can report hate speech because there was one time where i was playing overwatch match and i straight up saw in different like dialect letters with different accents someone just typed straight up n-word hard r as their username and I was like, oh. wow. So, like, they have a system where you can report hate speech 
But Bungie, despite having Asian representation pins, women representation pins, BLM trans representation emblem. pins, trans emblem, pride emblem, pride all emblems, these things, heard emblems, all this shit that we wear, you have no hate speech reporting. Yeah. Why? I'm wearing my I'm wearing my be heard emblem right now. Like, where is the hate speech reporting system? There should be that. Like, it should be for your own team and for other teams. Because especially if we're able to report bungee, like, like bungee DMs, like in-app, D, like Destiny app DMs, and there's no retribution, that's a problem. And even if there's yeah. like, 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 like if, if a community manager is like, oh, we're always watching, that doesn't make anybody feel good. Also, I feel like this this shit, like, everyone is getting so brave with the shit that they're willing to do because, Bro. like, they know that Bungie, yeah. Bungie won't really, like, do anything. Like, they know that they can keep harassing people and being shitty to fucking other people. And the biggest, easiest target is, well, if you're in a competitive setting and you see people with pride emblems, people are just shitty. And, like, the I've just, like, gotten messages unsolicited from people. I'll have my mm-hmm. trans on. I got a fucking I got a message one time and Xbox is so unbelievably fucking toxic I cannot even describe it people will just send me Xbox messages and I turn this shit off and because discord has a setting that makes it so that I have to like it basically makes it so that I have to have everyone message me if I want to use discord through Xbox it's so stupid I hope they fix it soon but whenever I change my settings people will start sending me messages and one time somebody sent me a message and it was just trans with like a puke emoji and I'm like Jesus Christ oh, bro, like I'm playing, uh, I'm uh, playing uh, a game I'm playing a fucking game bro I'm playing a game of 6v6 what the fuck is wrong right. with you people like, like you guys have no life bro Seriously? Okay. Yeah, I okay. So kind of on the line that you were talking about is that like I hell I got messages when I first started playing when I would because mm-hmm. I was I was a gambit main for the first two years that I played this game. So I actually would get like Xbox messages of people literally just saying gay, 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 and I'd be like, Yeah, I am and your point it's not it's not it's not 2002 no more how old are you 12 like that's my only answer to people like that and i did i just like you like i had to change all my settings on xbox you know private offline on you know in game as well you know i have my fire team always set to invite only you know friends requests to close you know like, unless I specifically send a friend request to you, ain't no way you're going to be able to find me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because yeah. I, I don't want to deal with that BS. Heck, someone came into my Xbox DMs, a freaking minor, because of my name, and they started asking me if I wanted to be their mommy. And, oh, like, Jesus. in the not safe for work yeah. way. And I'm like, no, honey, no child. <laughs> Goodbye. You're like, please never talk to me again. Goodbye. <laughs> right? Like, 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 I want to like specifically end this on, like, like this. There, there was a, there was a, situ- a situation that happened outside of um, like Bungie accessible means. So like this this one is less directed at Bungie and more directed at the community that listens to the show. If y'all don't understand that this game is supposed to be a queer safe space, 
you you really don't know how to look and like there's I, i've heard it from some people that like oh it's just a game bro like have you not realized that even if bungie's reporting system needs work that these people do what diversity in their game like the, like the amount of hate that i get for wanting like like, like i actually have a legit person on tiktok once tell me like they didn't understand why people thought Satan Osiris were gay. They were they were they were brothers. They were like friends. And I'm like, bro, you don't know how to read subtext whatsoever. Oh and, my god! And, like, and what was it a week about a week ago on on a Facebook group? Um, someone who actually just just joined the clan, um, the, like the podcast clan, specifically was like, hey, I'm looking for an LGBT uh, LGBT safe, safe space to play the game, and. I kid you not, the first person to comment, all caps, periods after each letter said, nobody cares if you're fucking gay. First of all, you obviously care because you took took the time to type that. Second of all, in terms of the safety of people, in terms of the safety of people, there should be safe spaces. Like this idea yeah. that a lot of clans like to promote, they're like, oh, we accept everybody, yada, yada. No, no, no. There needs to be emphasis on an LGBT safe space. We have trans people's rights being taken away. We have queer people in general having their rights taken away. That like we have women being attacked. We have people of color being attacked. The the the, the rise of violence against trans women or trans like or especially trans women of color is skyrocketing. Like it's scary. I, it's I, scary. So, like the idea that you can Makes come on and cry, it sucks. And you want to cry, man. Like, and, and, and when, when we, we can't have a safe space to play the game, but you want to come into a, into a comment section and say something like that. And then there was one dude who was all like, "Oh, people want to just be known by whatever whatever words they want." I like, know the people want to be known by the words that that are true to them, that are their true selves. And it, like the fact that you don't get that means that you don't understand that the world is evolving. So like, I need y'all to step up or get the heck out of my game because yeah. I'm gonna keep going to the lighthouse and seeing and seeing my, my man say because it gives me hope every week that I do. Go yeah, exactly. Like that, that I that I have the bravery to go out in the world. So like, exactly. I, that's all I gotta say on that. I'm done. I'm just like, I really needed to make that the emphasis of the at the, the end of the season is that we need to do better as a community. Bungie, I need some hate speech reporting system of some kind. And like, Bungie, I'm gonna, like please. Bungie, yeah. I really, really, really want you to add a form on your website, a hate speech form. You have a formal cheating form. We really, really need something that is better than what we have now. Or Lightfall is going to continue to be miserable for a certain demographic of people who are the mm-hmm. most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's that that shit just gets me so heated. Um, Dave, as 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 a, as a person of color yourself, is there anything you want to add to this before before we jump off? I, I know, like you and I grew up in the era of Call of Duty, where where people thought the N word was basic language. So, like, like, <laughs> I, I, like, like, definitely your opinion matters as much as mine. Well, in my opinion, I personally think that people just need to get off the high horse. You know, a lot of people out there are just in this like mindset of you either are like me or i hate you you know they hate what they don't understand and that is just unacceptable 
Yeah. Good way to end it. All right. Well, like, well um, I'm going to say, Pandela, as our guest, uh, what is your closing statement for this episode? Hey, I had a lot of fun just chilling with y'all. I'd love to do it again. Most definitely. Um, I I don't know. I just I wish people would like be more chill with each other and uh, like just like about this game and like you know what I mean? Like I feel like people are always constantly so people are just cruel and I just I wish people would chill out cuz the game at the end of the day is about space magic and fucking there should be there should be space within all the space magic for us to talk about our fucking shit and be real and i just feel like people people don't like i don't know amaze said it once he said it's not about destiny all the time and that shit i fucking really i fuck with that because it's not it's like that's, that's what i got tower what you got i think tower's dead Oh no! Oh dear! Tower's <laughs> muted. Oh no! Tower probably wouldn't do. Oh crap! I totally forgot I was muted. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, oh, good God. God! I exist. Yes, I exist. Um, oh, no, no, I, I totally agree that there needs to be more. There, there needs to be more done on the community management side, on the help side. Um, you know. We need a safe place. When so many of Bungie's devs themselves are queer, are trans, you know, are gay, are lesbian, they should understand that there is a need for us to be able to create a safe space, to be heard, and to be able to report what you know, what needs to be reported in game. And, you know, I got to agree, there's no way to do it at this point. So please, please, Bungie, provide us that safe space that you want to, that, that, that you are so adamant about giving us. We we can't do it without you and you can't do it without us. For real. uh... Alchemy, speak on it. Honestly, I agree with Tower and the other panda. <laughs> and um, we got panda and panda here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like we need more reporting features. Most definitely. Uh, stop those people because hell, you could probably somehow type out a really racist word. In another language, and Blendy's none the wiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, David, you want you want to end on anything? You know what? I will. Go for it. If you guys can hear me, right? Bam. Yeah. My mic is yeah. jacked up. It just had my internet crash all over the place. It's a little weird. But to kind of speak on what you guys were speaking on a little while ago, and I just ended on this. Look, Destiny Two is supposed to be a safe space for everyone to come and turn their mind off from the woes of the world. Look, this is supposed to be our place where you aren't whatever minority box you fall into or whatever majority box you fall into. You're a guardian. You are here to protect humanity 
and work together. Leave your politics and your madness at the door. Yep. Everybody needs to come into this game with love and like the spirit of helping each other. This elitism needs to go. Needs to get the fuck out. I'm sorry. Elitist Dado and everybody that's like, I'm better, so I should have a better time. That shit needs to go. This, I'm better than you because you're a minority of whatever kind. That shit needs to go. Look, Mm -hmm. we're all guardians. We're all here to enjoy ourselves. And you don't get to, like, the people who enjoy causing chaos and making other people have a bad day. It is our job as guardians. It is our job as players alongside Bungie to oust those players from our community. Like, yeah, it it falls on everyone for sure. Everyone can have a good time because I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm a black man. I'm not queer, but you know, my girlfriend's queer and I love her dearly. But, uh, like, it is tiring to get on here and just hear people doing all of this madness and saying all of this chicanery solely to boost their own, like, what's the word I want to use? I don't want to be mean. Clout. It's they, clout, it's, dude. It's That's all clout, it is. But it's also, you have wounded people who feel like they have no power. And the only way that they can take power is to step on other people with less power than Mm -hmm. them to make themselves feel as if they are better than others. To give themselves that elite feeling, they have to step on those who are just not in the same place as them. Those players, there is no place for you here. Because players like you run off the community that keeps this game going. I've said it once. I've said it a billion times. The elitist community is the reason why Destiny 2 bleeds players so much. Yes. You're looking at Trials. The reason why Trials is in the state it's in is because it requires a casual player base. And casual players want nothing to do with it. Yep. The yep. same thing for the, the LGBTQ plus IA. Everybody should have a place here. And we should all feel welcome. Not just the few who feel like they want to feel better than others. If you mm-hmm. want that, go play Call of Duty. Get in them sweaty ass mm-hmm. Call of Duty lobbies and sweat your balls off. Hey, then you can <laughs> talk all that shit you want. But this ain't here in Destiny. Look, we don't want you. That's I, I, my I, statement. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, and I believe it at that. We will be back this coming fr- uh, Friday for a brand new episode where we'll be talking about Season of the Deep stuff because it drops today. So make sure you hop in. Go say hi to Deputy Commander Sloan. We, oh, we got a dungeon dropping Friday, too. So, uh, so that'll be a fun thing. Keep in mind specifically with that. We record normally on Thursdays, so we will leave the dungeon for the following week in terms of discussion. We will only get t- discussion of the seasonal model on the, the most new, the newest episode. 
So keep that mm-hmm. in mind. Unless we randomly just decide to record Friday night, which we might do if we, if, if it's a dry week, we might do that. Like like if, if the seasonal content's very short, we might do that. We'll talk about it. But keep it. But that's that, that's the main plan: is season of the deep content first, the dungeon the following week. So keep that in mind. But we will catch you folks star side. Peace out.